This podcast is brought to you by OK to Pray, encouraging this generation to discover the importance, purpose, and power of prayer. Online at OKtopray.net. There are many things that we will never know about God, the Bible, or even life for that matter. There are many questions that will never be answered. However, there are some questions that must be answered if you are to be a Christian and enjoy the gift of eternal life that God promised to whosoever would believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the first question that comes to mind, is there a God? Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible starts with these words, in the beginning God. The Bible doesn't start out trying to convince us that there is a God. It just declares, in the beginning, God. To believe in God is not hard at all. Creation itself proves to us that there is a God. The complexity of creation is on display, revealing deliberate design. God is the creator of all things, and all of creation testifies of the goodness of that powerful God. In fact, Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaims the work of His hand. All of creation answers the question, is there a God? Yes, there is. The second question, why am I here? If there is a God, he created me in his image, why? Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 tells us that God made man in his own image. We were created to serve, worship, and love him and to be loved by him. We represent God on this earth. We were made for His purpose and for His glory. As we open up the pages of God's Word and read the Bible, we see that the Bible tells us everything God wants us to know about who He is, and it reveals to us who we are. Then the truth of God's Word reveals to us how the two can be brought together. A relationship between God and His creation, between the Father and His children. A relationship that's brought together because of love through the person of Jesus Christ. Another question we're faced with is, what is sin? The Bible makes it clear throughout that our sins separate us from God. Sin is disobeying God. The Bible is an amazing book that tells about great men and women who did great things for God. It tells of all the wonderful things that God has done for us. But it also has some very specific instructions about the things we are not to do. When we do things that God has told us not to do, or we don't do things that He has commanded us to do, well, simply put, that is sin. The first man, Adam, and his wife Eve disobeyed God in the first pages of the book of Genesis. God told them not to do something very specific, and they did it. And that was sin. And that moment, mankind lost the life and fellowship with God that we were created to enjoy. And because of that sin, everyone that would be born afterwards would be born into sin. Now, our sins separate us from God because He is holy, perfect, and without sin. The Bible says in the book of Romans that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is life, eternal life, in fact, through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's in Romans chapter 3 and Romans chapter 6. But if we address the question of sin, another question quickly comes to mind. Can I be forgiven of sin? And I'm thankful that the answer to that question is yes. And forgiveness of sins has been made available, offered freely to anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord and believes and obeys the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
God is perfect, and because of that, sin must be punished. That's why Jesus chose to die on the cross. When he died, he took the punishment of sin instead of us. He paid what we owed. It was his life for ours. Jesus never sinned, yet he died for your sins so that you wouldn't have to. And when he rose from the dead three days after he was crucified, he became the way for everyone who believes in him to be forgiven and live forever without sin in heaven. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says, But God showed his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. John 3.16, probably the most widely memorized verse in all of the Bible. This verse says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the answer to, can I be forgiven, is absolutely yes. This takes us to a new question, now what? If you believe what you've just heard, then you can be forgiven like so many others have before you. You must repent of your sins. To repent means to truly be sorry for your sins and to turn away from your sins and make the choice to follow Jesus Christ and obey his word. You know, repent describes a person turning his back on the world and turning to Jesus. The Bible has much to say about repentance. In fact, in Mark chapter 1, verse 15, Jesus said, Repent and believe the gospel. Again, in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Again, to repent is to turn away from the world. Turn your back on this world, do a complete turnaround, and turn to God. Now we've come to the point in our discussion where we move on to the next step, and that step is to pray. You know, we've answered questions like, is there a God? Why am I here? And we've found that the answer is, yes, there is a God. I'm here for His purpose and for His glory. And God offers us forgiveness and the free gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. You know, if that sounds like what you want, and if those sound like the answers you're searching for, consider this verse in Romans 10:13: Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, when we pray, praying simply means talking with God. In your own words and in your own way, just tell God what's in your heart, what's on your mind. You know, when you pray to God, it's like talking to your best friend. Just open up and be honest with God. You know, Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 13, Greater love has no man than this, that he would lay his life down for his friends. You know, God wants you to know him as a father and as a friend. Tell God in your own words that you're a sinner and you want to be forgiven. Repent of your sins. Turn your back on this world and turn your heart completely to God. Tell him that you believe in Jesus. You believe that he died for you and that he rose again from the dead and lives forever. Simply ask God to forgive you of your sins and he will do just that. Abundant life in this world and eternal life in the world to come will be yours. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 gives us a clear path to salvation with these words. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 
And we find that promise again in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 21, which says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I love that promise. And after we believe, after we pray, we take the next step. You know, if you have committed your life to Jesus Christ and you've said yes to following him, here's the next step. Now you need to make prayer and Bible study a part of your daily life. Let God speak to you through the pages of the Bible as you speak to him in prayer. You also need to seek out a church where they're teaching the truth of God's word, a place where you can grow in God's love and enjoy the friendship of other Christians just like you. You know, perhaps you're listening and you, you've you wanted to pray. You've wanted to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you're not sure what to say. You know, a simple prayer might sound something like this. Dear God, thank you for loving me so much that you sent your son, Jesus, to earth to take my place on the cross and die for my sins. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I believe that you lived a sinless life and died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead, and because of that, I will live with you forever in heaven. I'm sorry for the sins that separate me from you, and I repent of those sins and turn my back on this world and want to follow you. I give my life to you from this day on. Thank you for the gift of salvation. In the strong name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you've said a prayer like that and you believe in Jesus and have made the choice to follow him, from this moment on as your journey begins as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus Christ, I promise you that your life will never be the same.